to Small Business Lifeline, Crane's podcast to navigate the coronavirus crisis. My name is Christine Honeydare Bryan, and I am an editor with Crane Communications. Now that many more small businesses are open, I've been hearing a lot from you about the inevitable. You're getting workers come back and they're testing positive for COVID. So I'm going to take just 10 minutes of your time to offer you some of the best tips that I've learned from small business owners about how to navigate this. First, we're going to talk to the head of a Dearborn Heights, Michigan manufacturer of airplane parts, and he's had three employees over the past few months recently test positive for COVID. He has the system down. We're then going to head to the New York suburb of Chappaqua where a local innkeeper and restaurateur who just reopened had one employee recently test positive for COVID, and he's going to tell us how he's been navigating all of this. Gary Winkler is president of United Precision Products, a precision manufacturer of aircraft engine parts, which employs about 40 people in Dearborn Heights, Michigan. Over late March and early April, he had three workers test positive for COVID. His firm is deemed an essential business because they make defense products, so he had to quickly figure out how to create an environment where his workers felt safe. Gary, it's great having you on our show. Thank you. In one case, Gary, you mentioned to me that one of your workers, I believe the second worker who got sick and showed symptoms after being quarantined for 14 days, was cleared virtually by his doctor to come back to work. But what did you learn about the employee who technically could come back to work? He had a notice from his doctor. Well, there's clearly no substitute for testing. That second employee who tested positive was cleared, as you mentioned, by his doctor. And our protocols required us to test everyone who had been out and tested positive. They have to test negative before they come back to work. Well, we tested him again, and he actually tested positive two more times. Eventually, he tested negative, and he returned to work. Interesting. What have you learned about continued testing? How often are you testing now? Well, we have kept testing. Particularly, we feel that after any holiday or, or, or big event, we test approximately every two weeks. In addition to those major events like the 4th of July, we're testing this Monday after the incubation period because of that 4th of July holiday. Guy, you explained to me that your employees had pretty much already been exposed to these workers. So how do you keep employees coming to work who might be afraid about coming back to work? Well, what we did was we closed the shop for one week and developed protocols before returning to work. All employees were tested during this week at specific intervals in our parking lot. We also professionally cleaned the shop. In this way, everyone who tested negative could return to a clean, safe workplace. Afterwards, we would explain what we are doing to keep them safe and enforce those rigid protocols like taking temperature at the door for anyone and everyone who comes into the, into the building, provide PPE at every workstation, and continue social distancing. Wonderful. Now, how do you kind of continue keeping things safe? I feel like when I were to go back to the office, it's easy to forget. So what do you do as someone running a company with people who are together all day? Well, we're very vigilant regarding social distancing. And we, all of my management, walks around the shop ensure that all the protocols are being followed. And we feel that that demonstrates how important we feel these measures are in 
and how committed we are to keep everyone safe. You're four months now into actively managing COVID in the workplace. What have you learned about cleaning and managing the costs of doing really extensive cleaning? Well, after the initial bump in pricing, as everyone was hoarding these PPEs, we found that now we can competitively go out and get products to protect the workers. We found that we can get our own cleaning equipment at half the cost of a professional building. And just to clarify, this is a question that seems to be coming up a lot now that people are really coming back to work. Where exactly in your building do you test your workers and visitors to the building? Rutgers test is done while people are in their cars in the parking lot. When people come to our building, we have a doorbell and the door is locked. There's only one, one way to get into the building. We've locked all the other doors. And they have to ring in and we meet them at the door and test their temperature and ask a series of questions, typically about the symptoms that would be COVID related. Wonderful. Gary Winkler, president of United Precision Products. It's been wonderful having you on our show. It's been my pleasure. Thank you very much. John Crabtree is president of Crabtree's Kittle House in Chappaqua, New York. And for the past 39 years, John has been overseeing this lovely inn and restaurant, which has about 50 employees and is known for its large banquet and wedding spaces. John, it's great to have you on our show. Thanks, Christine. It's great to be here. Tell us what happened over the last few months to your restaurant. Well, on or about March 22nd, we got orders from the governor to shut down, which we did. 90% of our business just shut down in the midst of our best first quarter ever. And so we learned to create a new business, curbside business and delivery. So we kept the skeleton staff and we uh, just kept going the best we could. So tell us, you reopen, you bring back outdoor dining service, things are picking up. What happens? Well, it's uh, I liken it to sort of like a, a boxing match. You know, we got knocked on our, our butts in March and we're just slowly getting up and then bam, one of my employees informed me that he was uh, tested positive for the COVID-19. This happened on Friday night. He was, he was, he was totally asymptomatic, had no clue. He, he was getting elective surgery, so he had to go through a battery of tests and he found out. So he called us on Friday and told us what happened. And we were confronting a, a huge weekend. We had the July 4th weekend. We had 300 reservations on Saturday and 200 on Sunday. What do we do now? It's just, uh, felt like we just got knocked down again. I felt, you know, we really had no choice. We had to do the right thing for both our employees and our customers. We had to shut down. The next morning, we uh, got on the phone and called our staff and canceled their shifts until further notice. We called every reservation and uh, told them they had to cancel. We had to tell all the staff they really couldn't come back until they had all been tested and did a negative test. So everybody's scrambling, trying to get out there and get their tests done. Unfortunately, a lot of the test results don't come back in five to seven days. So far, about 40% of our staff has been tested and 100% of those have been negative. So I think by the end of this weekend, we should have the entire staff tested and back. What was the response from your customers? You were really transparent, right? You told everyone, you notified people with reservations, you even told people who had dined there before. How did they respond to you being very direct and forthright about what was going on at your restaurant? The vast majority were very thankful and very happy. They were, they were not happy that they didn't have any plans now for the weekend, but uh, they were very happy that we contacted and told them that, uh, what was going on. We sent out an email explaining everything you put it on our website. There were some people who were like, you know, suspicious for some reason. They wanted to know what was going on or why. They wanted more information. We, we filled them in as best we could. Hospitality business, my business is built on trust. And uh, the 
transparency equals trust. So we really have no choice but to, to maintain the trust with our clients and our staff. What did you learn about trying to get help from the government? You were explaining to me how you were very proactive reaching out to health departments. What did you learn from that experience? Unfortunately, this all happened on a holiday weekend. Saturday, Sunday, we really couldn't get in touch with anybody. First thing Monday morning, we got in touch with the local health department. And because of the holiday, they were short-shifted. They were understaffed. They directed us to the state. The state uh, was the same sort of circumstances. They directed us to the website. Yeah, and the website was great, it was very helpful. All the protocols were very well delineated. It was all very clear what we had to do. But we had to do it on our own. Restaurateurs are pretty much a resilient breed. So we, we just took things in our own hands. We did our own contact uh, tracing and, and put out the information as best we could. What about getting back into business? Did you have mobile cleaning and getting the business back up and running? Uh, we hired a company called Hopeful Cleaning, a very apt name. They came in and did a, a total deep clean and sanitizing the entire facility, which they finished last night. We have all our general protocols in there already for, for COVID. We've got uh, sanitizing stations everywhere. We're opening up as we get staff who are uh, tested negative. We have to make sure that they're, you know, they're not endangering other people. We're gearing up, op opening up tonight. We have a decent amount of reservations and uh, gearing up for the weekend, hoping for the best. You've been in business for nearly 40 years. How does this compare to anything else you've ever gone through in terms of getting setbacks and having to move forward? But this is something else. We, we've been through a lot, all sorts of uh, battles, you know, business setbacks. We've had hurricanes and uh, mini tornadoes and recessions. We had 9-11, then we had the Great Recession. You know, I kind of look at those as sort of uh, conventional warfare. We all got through it. This is more like nuclear. Without warning, our entire business model was completely obliterated in a flash. There's nothing compares to this. The future is uncertain. Um, it's where we're relearning our business all over again and restructuring it. But uh, that's what we're doing. We're doing it one step at a time. We're uh, really looking forward to next year. All of our weddings were postponed for a year, so next year's booking is going to be a banner banquet year for us. But we just have to get through this. We have to, again, need the government uh, to earn the public trust, we need to earn their public trust. We need to make sure that people understand they come here, they can be healthy, and we're going to protect them. John Crabtree with Crabtree Kittle House. It's been wonderful having you on our show. Well, Christine, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Small Business Lifeline. This has been Christine Honey Dare Bryan with Crane Communications. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast networks. And if you have story tips, please email me at c-d-a-r-e-b-r-y-a-n at C-R-A-I-N-S-N-E-W-Y-O-R-K dot com. We'll be coming to you each week with more advice on how small businesses can survive this pandemic. Have a great week.